Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, everybody. Uh, this episode is so stinking late. It's crazy. Um, on Friday, I had computer issues. Saturday, I was able to get the show recorded. And then a bunch of other things kind of came up and I wasn't able to get it edited and then out to you. And then today I was like, oh, well, this morning when I woke up, I was like, I'll just take the Christmas lights off the house and do some yard work. And now it is uh, five o'clock Phoenix time and I just finished doing that. So <laughs> it's just been a a very uh, a nutty week for us. Nothing bad, just uh, bad just poor time management on my part. <laughs> I think things won't take very long and they turn out to take way longer. But a happy little benefit from that is that uh, we got the Tesla's Q4 2021 vehicle prediction and deliveries report, and I'm going to read those to you now. First up, we have Q4 2021. We have Model S and Model X. They produced 13,109 Model S and Xs. And they delivered 11,750. Now let's get to the Model 3 and the Model Y. They produced 292,731 Model 3s and Ys. And they delivered 296,850 Model 3s and Ys. So pretty good. Uh, if we go break down the totals here, that's 305,840 vehicles produced. And 308,600 vehicles delivered. So congratulations to the team at Tesla. Now let's move on to the 2021 overall numbers for production and deliveries. They produced 24,390 Model S and Model Xs during 2021. And they delivered 24,964. Now the reason why there is... The Model S and X deliveries for the year are so low is because they stopped production throughout 2021 to retool for the new Model S and Model X, and they just didn't sell very many or produce very many, I guess. I don't know how many they actually sold, but they created quite a backlog on those vehicles. Now, for Model 3 and Model Y, they produced 900,632 Model 3s and Ys, and they delivered 911,208. So pretty impressive numbers for Tesla. That's a total of 930,422 produced and 936,172 delivered. So congratulations to the whole Tesla team. All right, now that we're done with that, let's jump into the show. 
Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodie, and I am your host, and I am still having a decent amount of computer issues. Even though Apple has replaced a bunch of parts inside my computer, I'm still having problems. Like, it was almost unusable yesterday. And then this morning, just fine. Right now, I'm using Logic. I've got Safari up. I'm, everything seems to be clicking around just fine. No fans kicking on. No, no overheating. Yesterday, I was just reading news on Safari just reading news articles for this show and the fan was going like crazy and it was heating up and it was going really slow. So I don't know what's going on with it, but after I record this, I'm taking it down to the Apple store again. So we'll see what happens. Having said that, let's go ahead and get through this real quick. Ford dealers are taking advantage of the demand for the F-150 Lightning. Some Ford dealers are marking up the new EV by as much as $30,000. So, so if the starting price, let's just say the, the MSRP is $50,000, they are charging $80,000 for this vehicle, which is shameful. Now, Ford dealers aren't the only ones guilty of this. There are some Mercedes dealerships that are marking up the EQS EV by about the same amount, it seems to be $30,000 seems to be the magic number for dealerships to add on to these vehicles that are in low supply, but high demand. So good on you, uh, dealerships for taking advantage of an already tricky situation. Uh, I have a word for you, but I'm not going to say it out here because it's a family friendly show. Just think about it. It starts with a D. Anyway, Korean Economic Daily and Business Korea are two publications that I cannot put down. I'm constantly reading these two publications. They are reporting that Hyundai is halting development on their internal combustion engines and moving their focus to electric vehicles, which we can all agree is a really good thing. Nothing has been officially confirmed by Hyundai, but just because they're halting development in internal combustion engines, this does not mean they're not going to continue putting internal combustion engines in their vehicles. They're just not going to further develop that technology. At this point in time in automotive history, the internal combustion engine is, is pretty mature. So what I'm saying is don't read too much into that. Next story, Goodyear Tire is launching a new tire optimized for EVs. So EVs are typically heavier than ICE vehicles, and they have quite a bit more torque. So the the chemistry and compounds that they use in the tires needs to be specifically designed for EVs. Another cool thing about these tires is that Goodyear has recognized that because there's not a motor, the the car is quite a bit quieter. So road noise is makes a significant difference. So they've designed these tires to be quieter than the average tire, which is really cool. And I'm not exactly sure how they do that, but I'm glad that they can. And then the tires, this is kind of funny. In their press release, it says that the tires will be available in 2022. And they specifically mentioned in the press release that they would be compatible with the Model 3s and the Model Ys. So, uh, which is funny, they didn't, mention, they didn't mention any other electric vehicle out there, just Model 3 and Model Y. All right, here we are coming up on our last EV story before we get into the Tesla news. The 2022 Kia Niro electric vehicle has received a Consumer Reports reliability score of 95. According to Consumer Reports rankings, that places the car at number one out of 40 different EVs, which is pretty cool. On top of being number one for all EVs, it's also number two out of all of the vehicles that they tested. So that's pretty cool for the Kia Neuro and the whole team that works on that car. 
If you don't know, the Nero EV is the sibling to the Hyundai Kona EV. Not sure why I said that's so weird. Anyway, I don't do a very good job of covering the Kia Nero. Normally, I'll talk about the Hyundai Kona, and I just figure, you know, that's good enough. But in reality, I should really talk about this car more often. I'm a big fan of the Nero and the Kona, so I need to step up my game. But for those who don't know anything about this car, let's run through the specs real quick. 201 horsepower, 0 to 60 in 6.2 seconds, which is still pretty speedy. It's That's faster than the Kona EV or the Chevy Bolt. It has a range of around 240 miles and has a really beautiful interior with heated seats. It's got a 7-inch driver display where the instrument cluster is and then a 10.3-inch touchscreen infotainment system. Um, but it still has those tactile buttons and knobs just in case that's important to you. It comes with Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. And then the warranty is really good. And I believe the warranty is the same on the Kona and the Nero. But it's five-year, 60,000-mile limited warranty. And then a 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty, which is pretty fantastic. If you'll indulge me, let's talk about New Year's resolutions real quick. If your New Year's resolution is to never listen to ads again, go to patreon.com forward slash kilowatt and pledge at least a dollar and you will get a feed to this show that has no ads on it whatsoever. As a matter of fact, in most cases, you'll not even hear this Patreon plug. And the only reason why you would hear it is because (laughs) I forgot to take it out because, you know, it's me. But if that's your New Year's resolution, go to patreon.com forward slash kilowatt and check it out. In all seriousness, though, um, Patreon supporters at the end of the year get a little like kind of like report on the show on how it did in 2021 and then what my goals are in 2022. So everybody who listens on the normal feed, you'll get, you know, the rest of the Tesla news and that's it. And for everybody who listens on the Patreon feed, you'll get that extended report. All right. Jumping into the Tesla news here. Tesla issued this week some recalls. Here in the United States and China. First up, let's talk about the United States. 356,000 Model 3s are being recalled because the trunk lid can wear on the cable for the rear view camera. And this will cause the camera to malfunction or just to stop working altogether. So models that are going to be affected will be built from July 15th, 2017 to September 30th, 2020. This likely only affects 1% of the vehicles. However, Sierra did mention that they have some problems with their backup camera, so maybe they're a part of this. Tesla owners will be notified if they were affected by February 18th, 2022. 119,000 Model S's are being recalled because of a front latch that may be misaligned, preventing the secondary latch from engaging, which will cause the hood to fly up while you're driving down the road. This, this actually happened. <laughs> I didn't have a Model S at the time. Uh, my friend and I from high school, my best friend from high school, is still my best friend to this day. Uh, he actually, we li- we actually live in Arizona together, uh, although we don't see each other very often. But we do live in the same state and the same county. We just live on opposite ends, so it's harder to get together. But still, we were driving one morning, and I remember it was just really cold. And we had a habit because I, I grew up in Alaska. If you didn't know. We had a habit of just scraping the window just good enough so whoever was driving the vehicle could see. And my buddy was driving that day. He had a really cool Volkswagen pickup truck and only three of the cylinders worked. So this was not a speed demon by any stretch of the imagination, but I have a lot of fond memories of this little pickup truck. 
Anyway, we were driving and the roads were icy and it was really cold and we didn't do a good job scraping the windows. And we were approaching this really tight corner, like cars at uh, at this one particular corner would go off the road all the time because of the ice and just how, how tight this turn was. Anyway, as we're approaching it, the hood flies up and breaks the windshield on the, on the truck. And we were able to stop and everything was fine and we were safe and everything. But it was just like, uh, that's, that's the only time in my life that that's ever happened. And it is cemented in my brain to double check if I've ever had the hood of any vehicle open to make sure that that is completely closed. So I totally understand while, <laughs> why, why you would want that secondary latch to engage. All right, enough of my nonsense. Let's move on to the recalls in China. Just short of 180,000 Model 3s and around 20,000 Model S's are being recalled for what China is calling security risks. Most of these cars were actually built in China, but a few were imported around 25,000 or something like that. I don't remember the exact number. But before I go into the rest of the story, I just want you to take a moment and collect your thoughts and and just kind of say out loud. You don't have to say it to anybody in particular. Just kind of say out loud what you heard or what you thought of in your head when you heard security risks. Because I was thinking like national security, uh, data leaks and hacking and all this other stuff, but <laughs> it couldn't be further from the truth. According to channelnewsasia.com, the defects are because the backup camera could, could fail or because the hood could open suddenly while driving. So it sounds like it's, it's kind of like the same exact thing that's going on in the, here in the United States. Just it's being reported as security risks in the Western media. And I'm sure it's all about, you know, translation. Here, here's a weird, here's a weird Tesla story. Tesla is putting 2017 battery packs in 2021 Model 3s. Now, not every Model 3 is getting this 2017 battery pack. Um, it'll have a little warning when you go to buy your car, and the miles will typically be over a 1,000 miles. So these may have been demo units, and then they're trying to sell them as new because they're under a certain mileage, I guess. So I think it's a good thing that Tesla is telling you that this is the case. I think that's responsible on their part. However, if you get one of these 2017 uh, battery packs, you could see as much as a 12% reduction in range when compared to current battery pack specifications. So that's pretty significant uh, just from the get-go. And there's no discounts on these cars. They cost as much as a brand new 2021 Model 3 costs. There's no discount, no benefit to getting it a 2017 battery pack. Now, uh, other than maybe you'll get it sooner. So, I mean, no shade, no lemonade here. Tesla's doing what they got to do to get cars out. But I wouldn't want a four-year-old. And depending on when you purchase your 2021 Tesla, a five-year-old battery pack, that, that wouldn't be for me. I wouldn't want that. All right. I thought it would be fun because it is January 1st, 2022, to run down some of the vehicles that I'm excited about seeing in 2022. So consider this the syllabus for the Kilowatt podcast in 2022. Here we go. Our first three vehicles, we don't have a lot of information about them, so I'm just going to name them real quick. The Polestar 3, the VW ID5, and the Genesis GV60 SUV. If you weren't aware, Genesis is Hyundai's luxury brand. Looks like a beautiful car. 
Our next vehicle isn't so much beautiful as it is adorable. Um, I'm talking about the Canoe Lifestyle Vehicle. This looks like a futuristic microbus. It's going to start at $34,700. It'll seat seven and have a range of 250 miles. Honestly, I'm not 100% sure Canoe can pull this off for this vehicle, especially in 2022 with all the, you know, the component shortages and things like that. But I hope they do. It'd be really cool if they were actually able to get this vehicle out the door. And then we have the BMW iXX Drive 50, which used to be called the BMW iNext. This vehicle is equivalent in size to the BMW 3 Series, so that's just putting that in the, your head. Originally, it was announced to be a Model 3 competitor, and it was going to cost around $40,000. Well, that was then, and this is now, because it now starts at $82,300. <laughs> Quite the price jump. It is all-wheel drive. It'll have 516 horsepower, 0 to 60 in 4.4 seconds, and a 300-mile range. First, it'll be released in Europe sometime real soon, actually, and then it'll likely come to the U.S. sometime in March. So that's pretty cool for the BMW fans out there. I just don't know how you how you announce at some point you're going to start a car at $40,000, and then it jumps up to $82,000. Uh, it's, it's quite the quite the leap. Then they got the Cadillac Lyric. This will be the first EV to use GM's new BEV3 platform. The Lyric features a beautiful three-foot touchscreen display. It flows from the instrument cluster to the infotainment system. It looks really nice. It still offers real buttons and knobs for people who want that tactile experience over the touchscreen. It'll start at $58,795. There's an all-wheel drive option, 340 horsepower, and 300 miles of range. Deliveries on this vehicle will begin the first half of 2022. And then we have the Fisker Ocean. Heinrich Fisker, the CEO and founder of Fisker Motors, has had several um, bites of the apple when it comes to making an EV. And I'm not saying his previous attempts were failures, but they, they, did, they weren't commercially successful, let's put it that way. But the ocean, that's a little bit of a different uh, creature. The ocean is beautiful. It's an SUV that will compete with the Model Y. It'll start at $37,499. Initially, it will be front-wheel drive, but they will have an all-wheel drive variant. 250-mile range, and again, start at $37,499. I only repeat that. <laughs> Because uh, prices just seem to be going up and up and up for a variety of different reasons. And we've talked about a lot of those reasons a lot on this show, so I'm not going to go into them now. But I, I really think that this car is probably in reality going to start around $45,000, if not fifty. But we'll see what happens when it, when it finally gets released. Next up, we have the Kia EV6. This is the sister car to one of my favorite electric vehicles. You know what? I shouldn't say my favorite electric vehicle because I've never actually driven an Ionic 5. I have a crush on the Ionic 5. This is the sister car to the Ionic 5. It'll have up to 310 mile range. It's expected to start around $45,000 and it is getting rave reviews. I did go to Kia's EV6 page to get some specs and all I got was a blank white screen. So. I don't have anything else for you on this car. However, it is getting a lot of really good reviews out there from automotive reviewers, so that's cool. And finally, we have the Nissan Aria crossover. 
this is a huge upgrade from the Nissan Leaf. Like I don't need, I don't have anything bad to say about the Nissan Leaf. I think it's a good car, but Nissan has kind of left that car to die on the vine in recent years while still charging a pretty penny. So I'm happy to see the Aria is out there. Now, if you want more information on the Nissan Leaf, actually, uh, James at True North EVs, I'm about halfway through his interview. He interviews a gentleman who has a Nissan Leaf, and that's not the whole focus of the interview, but they talk a lot about it. So if you're interested, open up your podcast client and search for True North EVs. You'll find it there. It's the latest episode. Let's see here. Going back to the Aria, though, it's going to start at 46,000. It'll have between 265 and to 300 miles range, all-wheel drive option, and it's coming fall of 2022. So these are the vehicles that I'm really looking forward to talking about in 2022. If you have a favorite vehicle that I didn't mention, feel free to email me, Bodie, B-O-D-I-E at 918digital, or hit me up on Twitter at 918digital. And I will say that I skipped over a lot of cars that I'm excited about, like the F-150 Lightning, simply because I talk about those cars more often than the vehicles I just listed to you. So, All right, everybody, that is it for me. I did mention earlier that my email address is Bodie, B-O-D-I-E at 918digital.com. You can find me at 918digital on Twitter. I hope you all had a wonderful and safe New Year's Eve. Next week is CES in Las Vegas. And I think I'm going to try and do something a little different. And don't hold me to this promise, but I think starting Wednesday, I'll record fairly short shows covering Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday of CES because there's bound to be a lot of news coming out during that time and I don't want to cram it all into a Friday show. So I'm going to try it out. I don't know if I can actually make it work because my computer is not working out, although it's doing fine right now. My computer's not working out. Also, you know, I have to have the time to do that. So it might just all get shoved into a Friday show, but I'm going to try not to do that and just kind of parse it out over the week so it's a little easier to digest for everybody involved. All right, everybody, thanks so much for listening to the show. I hope you have a great week, and I will talk to you next Friday. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.